Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hello guys and welcome back to another episode of Get The Belt. I want to start off by saying, you know, happy Black History Month. Um, you know, it's it's more than just a month for me. For me, it's every single day I'm alive. It's every month. But you know, October in the UK is known as Black History Month. So big up to all the black people. Uh, shout out to all the races that are mad. Uh, there's been many people that have been mad. You know, we had businesses such as Sainsbury's, you know, tweeting things like, we don't stand for racism. Happy Black History Month. If you don't align with this, then feel free to shop somewhere else. We've had people saying, you know, oh my goodness, I'm going to shop at Morrison's or I'm going to shop at Iceland. Um, uh, yeah, shout out to you really mad guys uh, because... October is our month and you, you by force, by force, will have to deal with this and yeah, <laughs> you, you have to deal with it everywhere you go, everywhere you go, especially in, in, after like the Black Lives Matter movement has happened, more and more of these bigger brands are, um, even if it is performative, which I know a hundred percent some of them are, but even then, the fact that you racists are going to have to see uh, Black Coastal Month places all throughout October really does actually give me joy. So, yes, happy Black History Month, everyone. Happy Black History Month. Let's start the show straight away. Um, hello, welcome to all the new listeners. My name is Miles. I'm host of Get the Belt podcast, Screen Nation nominee uh, 2019 for Best Podcast of the Year. You know, been doing bits uh, for over two years now. Uh, if you've not listened to all the episodes, feel free uh, wherever you listen to go and go and have a listen back. Like especially some of the Black History Month um, episodes that we did last year, when obviously the coronavirus wasn't raping us all in our anuses. We were able to go to our studio and get in some amazing guests. We had Kalechi Okafor come on the show. Actress Kush Jumbo came on. Um, we had so many, so many, so many. Kimberly Nicole. It was great. And they all just shed so much light and so much wisdom and joy. And we, you know, it was just nice. It was just real nice things. So, um, yeah, go back and have a little listen. Let's get into the show as we normally do and start with a word of the week. My word of the week this week is 
only trust yourself. Only trust yourself. Now I'm saying that because this week I've felt really tested, not just by you know the, the virus and this fucking wogga wogga government that we have that really, really tried me um, and many people in the creative arts. But that's 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 another segment. Uh, I've had lots of people try me from friends. And we use that word quite loosely colleagues um and you know we just we just need to learn to only trust ourselves i feel like we especially me i can only really speak for me i can't even be saying i so i'm just sipping on some red wine whilst i record this <laughs> real hot all the way but yeah like we are i am too quick to trust and as savvy as I am, and with all the life experience that I have, I do find myself often just if we have like bants or if, if me and another person can like, if I, if I can feel remotely comfortable around you, I sometimes forget myself and think, oh yeah, this person is trustworthy. And just because you can laugh with someone, it really doesn't mean you can trust them. Just because you can kiki ha ha ha, have a few glasses of, you know, your favourite alcoholic beverage with them, it does not mean that you can trust them. It does not mean that they can have your best interests at heart. Yes, they may, t they may even text you off of their own unseasoned flat back and say, how are you doing? I hope you're well. Again, performative um, activism doesn't just happen regarding the Black Lives Matter movement. It happens with just well-being, uh, people caring about your well-being. That can be performative as well. So it's not just in these activist movements that we see those performative things. So I've been reminded this week that I really, really need to start just trust, trusting myself more and be careful of who I give like information to, who I, who, who I become vulnerable around. And it doesn't mean that you have to go around slapping everyone up and not saying anything and being stush. Like, I'm not saying be stush. I'm just saying, just remember, yes, we're laughing with each other and kikiing, but trust is, is, is such a valuable thing. You need to see it like a diamond. I need to see it like a diamond. Like, just because I laugh and joke with someone, am I really going to give them my diamond? No. No. Like, if you've got diamonds, you're only going to give that to someone that you that you know that you trust like you can meet someone in the street you can meet work with someone for a few weeks or even know someone for a few years but like know them know them and have spent quality time and been through certain things with them though like those aren't the pe those are oh, look at me losing my losing my way that, do you remember by the way side note do you remember losing my way by justin timberlake keep losing my way can anybody out there hear me tune? Anyway, I digress. Unless you really, really, really know that you can trust someone, don't be giving away your diamonds, okay? Only trust yourself. Trust yourself. Uh, people can be around you, and like I said before, they can be like, oh, I hope that you're doing well, and mm, I know it's hard for you, and they can chat shit, and they can, you can even laugh and joke and really laugh from your from your genitals, and like, not even <laughs> like a real, <laughs> like, you know what, like a real laugh, like a genuine good time laugh, but 
it does not mean that they deserve your diamonds, okay? So my word of the week this week is trust yourself. Trust yourself. I really should have called it um, don't give everyone your diamonds. That's got a more creative, like, feel to it. But fuck that. Trust yourself. Okay, don't trust all of these motherfuckers out here that that just kiki and joke. Everyone can kiki and joke, you know. I was on a, I used to pre-COVID, I was performing on a West End stage, making loads of motherfuckers laugh. Don't mean I'ma tell them all my secrets, tell them how I really feel. Nah, -uh. no, no, ma'am. So yeah, everyone, have your wits about you, especially in these times when things are uncertain. Because the, the last thing you want, the, the last thing you want, and the last thing you need is another motherfucker coming and trying you and pissing you off and betraying your trust when they didn't even earn it to begin with. Okay, by all means, laugh, joke, smile. We need some joy. We need some joy, but don't go giving away your diamonds. Trust yourself and take it easy with trusting people with your with your valuable assets um that you have as a human being as a as a child of this universe you know so yeah that's my word of the week this week so with the word of the week being said and done and fell across the board uh, I want to jump straight into Melanin Magnificence. Um, Melanin Magnificence for me goes to uh, these two gentlemen by the name of Albert Larter and Nathaniel Wade. Now, they're both 29, year, 29 years old and they started up a, um, a marketplace uh, for black businesses uh, and it's called Wakuda, that is W-A-K-U-D-A. Uh, I'm reading this from The Voice Online, and it just says that Wakuda is enabling consumers to find and support black-owned businesses through their platform, which already has nearly 100 partners trading through it. Black-owned businesses... Uh, Black-owned business owners can list and promote their products, uh, ranging from beauty items, food and drink to everyday household essentials on the plan on the platform, which aims to rival Etsy. Um, I'm so here for this. Uh, they started these two gentlemen, Albert and Nathaniel, started this um, using a startup after noticing a shift in focus to black economics as a way of supporting the black community following you know the resurgence of the black lives matter movement um and just some more facts black asian and minority ethnic spending power is estimated to amount to 300 billion Lato went on to say that uh, following the events in the USA that led to the Black Lives Matter movement and the worldwide protests, we saw a spike in people wanting to see how they could support black business owners. That's a part of the reason how and why we started Wakuda here in the UK. Wade added that we are aware through our own personal experiences how difficult it is for black business owners owners to get funding <laughs> to start or support their businesses in the UK now this is so true this is so true because these big companies and from my own personal exper uh, experiences will be saying oh you know it's uh you know it's a bit too this and it's a bit too out there and it doesn't quite align with our uh you know our our values or our ethics or it's a bit too loud and it's just like well if you if you so you want to support 
palatable black owned business. So you want a light skinned business. Not even that, because I'm light skinned myself and I've had many people tell me that Get the Belt isn't something that they could endorse because the, even the show name, imagine they said Get the Belt, all that, that endorsed, that, that, that's violence. That's all, that's, that's a bit much. <sighs> anyway, let me not make it about me. It's about these two melanin magnificence, these two kings. Um, Wade continued to say, Wakuda, Wakuda gives them as, gives them as, it, Lord Jesus, this wine, I only done had a glass. Shit. So it says Wakuda gives them a safe space to quickly launch their business and tap into a ready market of shoppers who want to support black owned enterprises. As a part of the launch, new customers get a 20% discount when they first shop on Wakuda. So listeners of Get the Belt podcast, head over to Wakuda and go support some black owned businesses. It's Black it's Black History Month after all. So I just want to big up to those two guys for taking the initiative to create something that not only um, helps them out and creates a business for themselves, but also uplifts and um, pushes other black-owned businesses, which is just what we need. Like, I'm all here for it. So, yeah, big up to you two gentlemen. Um, I'll provide the link to this, their socials and to Wakuda so you can go and support another black business. And, yeah, that's my Melanin Magnificence this week. Please, 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 guys, this is just a quick reminder. Um, I love doing you know my research and getting uh the melanin magnificence i also really really do enjoy i don't really have to look for people to give the belt to if i'm being really honest they kind of appear in my life every fucking day from like when i look at my phone uh to when i you know look at the news to people in my life just being waste men and waste girls and waste fucking trash to businesses, like, it's very easy to find someone to give the belt to. Um, however, often I do have to look a little bit harder to find, um, you know, black people out here that deserve praise because where, where, where do you go to find out these things? Um, but yeah, I really like to hear from you guys, like from the listeners, if you know someone who's created a business or done something spectacular that needs to be recognised or shouted out. And... All of those nice things, like, please do let Get The Belt know by sending an email to contact at getthebeltpod.com. Um, like I've said before, please don't just send, oh, hey, hey, Miles, or dear Get The Belt, my key, my cousin Keisha, uh, like, she's really dope, um, love her so much, she's my melanin magnificence. Okay, because I've had emails like this in the past, and I'm like, okay, really good, we love Keisha, like, I'm sure she's... I'm sure she's fucking a dope queen. I'm I'm really sure of it. I'm sure she's highly seasoned and all sorts. However, comma, like, give me something to work with in the email. Like, we don't know this. Like, be specific. What 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 is the reason? What was the reason? <laughs> like RDB said, what was the reason? Like, let me know. Like, actually, use your words. Do a small small type. So when I read out the email, the listeners aren't like where. Because trust me, if I read it out and I'm like, what, it's not getting read on the email, on the on the show. So yeah, um, feel free to send in your Melanin Magnificences each week. And if you want to give someone the belt, I really enjoy reading out your belts and your questions. So uh, before we get into Miles' measures, if you would have seen on my Instagram, I was talking um, 
and on my Twitter, I was talking about um, a topic called uh, Mask for Mask and how I feel like it's actually a very, very um, feminine quality. Lots of you guys responded and I felt like you felt attacked. Yeah, I felt like you felt attacked and... I feel like I know the reason why, because you are those guys. Um, and there's nothing bad about it. Like, I've been that guy. I've been that guy. And to a certain extent, I would still say I, I, I am to a certain extent. To a certain extent. I'm like, full mask. I'm not like mask for mask. Do you know what? Let me even retract that whole statement. No, I'm not because anyway, we'll get it. We'll get into it later. So I just wanted to let you guys know that uh, during the Miles Measure segment, we will um, have like a conversation. I say we will. I'm going to talk into the mic. Um, <laughs> just me. But I will read. I will be reading out some of the emails that were sent. Um, thank you so much. I'm not going to be able to read out all of them because otherwise this podcast will be about three and a half hours long, and I ain't, ain't nobody got time for that. So I'm going to read out a few of the ones that stuck out to me, um, which which made sense and were written well. Um, and yeah. So quick little update with me. I'm all good. Um, as you may be aware, the arts are really struggling. I've not now performed in the West End for over eight months. Can't believe it's gone by that quick. Uh, the government is still fucking trash and not really helping us out. I'll speak about that later in the Get the Belt segment. I think I've got two belts to give. Like I really, I really do. I thought I was going to only do one, but I feel like I have two belts that really need to be unleashed in this episode um and the government of course are going to be included in one of those um yeah so let's get straight into our pop culture segment which is miles measures life is full of what ifs some awesome like what if ai could fold your laundry and some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. So this week on Miles Measures, let's start off with some Rihanna. Mm. Ooh, girl, this 
This fucking red wine is lit tea. I do love a Rioja, Jesus. Um, so we all saw the Fenty um Savage show. I have not seen it yet, I can't lie. I've seen I've seen clips of it on Insta. This time around, last time around I watched the whole thing. I can't remember. Were we, no, we weren't even in COVID then. We weren't. Or maybe we were, but we definitely weren't like I don't think I was out of work. But yeah, I saw it, it was great, and then the clips that I've seen from this one have been tremendous and you know uh, people have been se sending her all the flowers that she deserves for yet another uh, diverse and a, a real diverse, not just like one of these stupid, like just chuck one black person in there, one person that isn't white, you know, and skinny. It was real diverse. It had um, black, brown, tall, skinny, trans, fat, slim, thick, slim thick it had all the things uh disabled it had men women like all the things like all the things so before we go into the sh to the shit that followed because there was some shit that followed oh shit uh we want to give her the flowers that she does deserve for for doing that and that the garments as per usual, what you can expect expect from Rihanna were fucking tremendous, and I've even seen that there's there's more um, menswear. I tried to go on it, and it's fucking sold out everywhere. I just want a cute pair of like Savage Fenty fucking like boxes or something. If Rihanna, if you listen to the show, I'm into jock straps, me. <laughs> Not for every day, you so. Not for every day. You know, just sometimes when I want to feel cute, when I want to do my spring cleaning, I've got this big ass mirror in my bedroom now. So it's nice things, you know. I like to look at it and feel nice things. Especially if I'm doing nice things with, you know, with someone or even myself. Hey, it'll be cute. You need to invest, girl, into a jock, a Fenty Savage jock. Now that would bang. You already know... Half the people sending you the flowers you deserve for this Fenty show are the girls. And when I say the girls, you know I mean the Alphabet Zoo. And when I say the Alphabet Zoo, you know I mean the LGBTQ LMNOP community. Okay, it be them. It be them people that are out here retweeting, reposting, saying, "Oh my gosh, she could it." It be the gays, girl. It be the gays, the lesbos, and the dykes, and the the trans, and the, the it be us, the umbrella, the whole umbrella. So a lot of the umbrella people, us Alphabet Zoo. The, some of us, we enjoy a jock, okay? We enjoy a jock. And I'm, I guarantee you, you'll sell them motherfuckers out faster. And I'll be seeing, oh, if only Grinder gave us back the, 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 the race, <laughs> the race um, filter. I'd know 100%. I know a few of the, 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 the white gays will, because I know white gays go off for 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 Riri too especially the, the more poppy stuff but the black the black and brown girls and gays in the community they go off for Rihanna and I know if I was to if if that um filter still applied on grinder yeah and I put that on I know all the screen pictures all the display pics will be you a, a Fenty jock from the front because you can't do it from the back because that shit they'll get taken down so it'd be from the front or the torso with a Fenty jock. <laughs> and I'd be here for it. Hell, you might even see me. <laughs> oh, but for real though. 
uh, invest in, in in a job, girl. You'll make you'll make some money. I guarantee you. Anyway, Rihanna has been uh, under fire for using an Islamic hadith remix as background music in the runway. Um, so yeah, uh, it was by the artist. I think her name is Cuckoo or Cuckoo. C-O-U-C-O-U, Cuckoo or Cow Cow, Chloe, um, who was the, who's the artist of this track. Uh, she was the first actually to reach out to Twitter and just saying, um, I want to deeply apologise for the offence caused by the vocal samples used in my song Doom. So that was the name of the song. The song was called Doom. The song was created using samples from Bale Funk tracks I found online. At the time, I was not aware that these samples used text from an Islamic, from an Islamic hadith. I take full responsibility for the fact that I did not research these words properly and want to thank those of you who have taken the time to explain this to me. We have been in the process of having the song urgently removed from all streaming platforms. Um, yeah, the girls were, 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 were mad. Um, especially uh, the the Muslim community or like the Muslim community that heard it um not all of them but some of them uh this then took uh got Rihanna's attention and she spoke out uh and she took to Instagram to issue her you know her statement which reads as such I'd like to thank the Muslim community for pointing out a huge oversight that was unintentionally offensive in our Savage Fenty show I would more importantly like to apologise to you for this honest yet careless mistake. We understand that we have hurt many of our Muslim brothers and sisters and I'm incredibly disheartened by this. I do not play with any kind of disrespect toward God or any religion and therefore the use of the song in our project was completely irresponsible. Moving forward, we will make sure nothing like this ever happens again. Thank you for your forgivingness and your understanding, Re. I'm... I feel absolutely fine with that apology uh, from both the artist and the, you know, the creator of the event uh, being Rihanna herself. Like, yes, okay, especially during in this sensitive period, it could have been ran by someone, uh, ran by someone. Be it when the song was first recorded. Yeah, our girl said that she didn't know what it was. She wasn't looking at it. But, you know... Is a learning moment, you know, when she says she's sorry at the time, she didn't, she she didn't know what the fuck was going on. So maybe now nowadays when people are getting that they they samples and shit, if you hear a little or whatever you hear it in a different language to to your own tongue, why not find out what the what the fuck it means? It's just like those just like those tattoos, you know, when people always get tattoos in like in a Chinese or in a different something that isn't like English. Uh, literature the english letters and sometimes half these motherfuckers don't know what it means and i swear i feel like people will go and get things done and it'd be something it'd be something on their on their body they think it says peace moon and harmony but it says i don't know all dicks matter some bullshit <laughs> but yeah she didn't know what it, it meant she says sorry really apologized for me it was just another teachable moment of how, you know, you can be wrong, be deemed as offensive. Uh, in this case, um, some could argue is Islamophobic. 
to disrespect the religion as such. And instead of doing what many, you know, what many of these corkies do um, and just fight back and say, no, we weren't offensive. It came from a good place and we didn't know this. So how could you feel blah, blah, blah? Fuck all of that, bollocks. Learn from Rihanna. Learn from Rihanna and the other baby girl who just said, you know what? We are sorry. We don't want to offend. Thank you for helping us learn. This won't happen again. Uh, this means a lot to us. We don't want to piss people off because this isn't how we're... This isn't what we're doing. And it was also irresponsible, the fact that this was even done in the first place. That is called accountability. That is called professionalism. And that's called not being a prick. So, um... Happy Black History Month. Uh... <laughs> So happy Black History Month, another black queen, uh, you know, just teaching you girls how to make a mistake and still thrive, still do better and still set an example. I love to see it. Now that is what you call black girl magic. Okay. So here for it. So, so here for it. In other news, uh, Rochelle Humes is not a fan. Um, Rochelle Humes, for those of you who probably don't know, because if I just heard the name, I would really be like, mm, sis, don't know. She, the mixed race, light-skinned girl that was in the band that... Oh, shit. It definitely wasn't the Sugar Babes. It was, oh my God, the Saturdays, that was it. Whose little baby sister went into Love Island. The one that's married to the fine motherfucker from... Another mixed race light-skinned light man from... Beat Again. Not One Direction. Beat Again. Oh, what were they called? From X Factor. Oh, I know you all are cussing me out. Is this wine shit? Their names were... <gasps> Oh my days, guys, don't drag me. Please don't drag me. Oh my days. His name's Marvin. Jesus on the... Marvin was from... Oh, shit. I had to take a little break to quickly do Google, and it is JLS. I don't know how I forgot that. I really don't know how. But yeah, basically, um, Rochelle explained to the Radio Times that she doesn't want to see her husband... Um, Marvin snog someone else on screen she went on to say uh, when he said that he was thinking of getting back into acting I couldn't get my head around watching him snogging uh, the face off of someone else so in their household um, basically she says no you're not acting anymore um, she wasn't really met with much I feel like this girl wasn't met with the energy that she deserved because me personally, it's the audacity for me because, you know, you were in a boy, in a girl band with these other minxes and in your music videos and in your tours when you was, when you was out um, performing live with your male dancers, whilst you were with this, with this, with this young man, you was... You know, winding up that waist, all up on them male dancers, we're free as a bird, like enjoying. Um, we don't know whether Marvin said don't do that, but you know it wasn't in the blogs. But had Marvin had said, oh, I don't want my girl, you know, in this band, no more music for her. I don't want to see her winding up on man. Da -da 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 -da. Like it would have been, he's a controlling man. But when she does it, it's like, oh, 
she's a strong woman and I'm here for strong women. But I think, sis, if that's his job, that is his job. He's not just, he's not at, in, in, in clubs and on road taking girls' numbers and kissing girls on the street. I think that's a bit mad, to be honest. But maybe that's just me. Like, and as an actor myself, I know that you can, you differentiate that. But then her as a singer... She should have been able to see that. That's her insecurities. For me, it's her insecurities. Do you know what I mean? And babes, if you knew what you was getting into from when he was in a band, in a boy band at that, and you know how them motherfuckers get down. Wild. Wild. You worried about him kissing ki kissing a, 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 a bitch? A, a woman, sorry. And, and he's teach myself to stop doing that but you worried about him kissing a girl on screen that he's probably getting a nice check that will get you a nice little Birkin bag worried about him kissing that that woman on a screen in front of the director the other uh, actors the stage manager all of that you worried about that sis what, what about his dms that's where the real problem is about about his job bit wayward for me but um yeah rochelle um yeah rochelle's mad um and we move on um this actually made me feel a little bit sick so i don't know whether you guys heard but there was a man by the name of andrew lewis who was 47 uh who was prosecuted uh, for and been jailed, thank God, for rape after he was caught out piercing condoms with like he was piercing condoms before having sex. Um, and this was after a girl saw that in one of his bedside cabinets or like wherever he kept his little stash, she noticed that all of the condoms in that drawer, wherever he'd placed them, were um, pierced. That's fucking wild. Um, I might have before been like, like a few years back, been like, rape or oh no? But we thank God I want to shout out to... Um, oh my goodness, why does my name always go... Michaela Cole. I want to shout out to Michaela Cole for creating such a gorgeous piece. Uh, I may destroy. I may destroy you, which taught me a lot. Uh, allowed me to relearn a few things and see rape for what it actually is. And it's not just rape. Very much is like you know, racism. Like racism isn't just calling someone a nigger and whipping them and being like well, slavery. Like it's so much more complex than that. And so is rape. Um, Rape isn't just, you know, a man jumping out in the middle of nowhere to grab a woman, throwing her into her bushes and raping her. Sometimes it's a man on a man. Sometimes it's a woman on a man. Sometimes it's someone you know and it's not random at all. And sometimes it is fucking getting a, a condom and putting a hole in it and then having sex with someone. It, that is sleeping with someone or, or doing things with someone intimately without their permission, which is exactly what rape is. It's not that you're lying about something or you're not being completely honest about it or not giving them the chance to make an informed decision and to have that decision. So, yeah, the box standard stereotype rape where you just force yourself into or onto someone else is rape same way 
And essentially, because you're not giving them that decision to say, yes, let's have sexual intercourse, let's do these things, is exactly the same. If you pierce a condom, you're not giving that that person or that partner that you're about to have sex with, you're not giving them the opportunity to say, yes, let's have sex with, with a pierced condom, or yes, let's have unprotected sex. Um, this 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 wild man, uh, Andrew Lewis, who is, ugh, makes me feel sick, uh, said that he did it um, and pierced these condoms to make it feel more intimate. That was the use he, that was the words that he used. Uh, so he's a train driver, um, and I'm reading this now from UK Gossip TV on Instagram, and it just says, yeah, that the train driver made the holes to feel more intimate with his victim. Lewis called the act the stupidest thing he'd, he's ever done, well, you don't say, at the Worcester Crown Court. Uh, he was jailed for four years for the vile attack in March 2018. <laughs> I really think that's not long enough, but... Anyway, after admitting rape at an early hearing, um, mad, mad, mad. So I just want to take this moment, really, in this, um, in this show, uh, just to really highlight, uh, what I spoke about previously regarding what rape is, um, and how Michaela Cole's I May Destroy You changed and brought, and informed my opinion on what rape is and how it is perceived and how it can be done and this is rape and it was this to me is rape like period um i'm nowhere near a therapist please don't like if you want to share an experience if you feel like sharing your experience will help other people please like do but i i'm I, i'm not qualified to to you know help people through um, these kind of things yet yeah, but if you feel like sharing something or any knowledge that you have um, please do send it to the show and we can read it out for sure for sure for sure but that is mad so um, boys girls and non-binaries please when you're about to do nice things with someone please I beg for one have a condom already you're doing you're doing well better than others let me tell you that better than me most times shit <laughs> But I'm on prep. But also, we need to use condoms. Anyway, please be checking that th these condoms before it goes on your dick or before it goes in your whichever crevice that you you about to get blown out. Please just check that it's intact. Please make sure it's intact because people out here are really wild, really, really, really wild. Um, next, 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 next. Oh, that's my belt. Um, Cine World. Oh, now this will really be a thing for our UK listeners. Cine World is to shut all 128 of its cinemas in the UK and Ireland. Yeah, this is mad. So putting thousands of jobs at risk, um, according to some reports, the cinema chain could announce the decision which would put up to 5,500 jobs at risk um, earlier this week. Uh, and it comes as bosses of Cineworld, um, the world's second largest cinema chain at that, are reportedly preparing to write to the Prime Minister, uh, Boris fucking Johnson, and the Culture Minister, um, Oliver Dowden to say that the industry has become unviable. A word which really 
who is being thrown around far too much by idiots that don't even know how to season their chicken. But anyway, Sydney World Chiefs have blamed the decision, um, which is expected to be a temporary measure until next year, on the postponement of big budget films in the wake of coronavirus, uh, pan- the pandemic. This is really mad. Um, we're really, really seeing the effect that, you know, all these unviable or not viable fucking jobs are doing like how viable they actually fucking are like it's a domino effect like this could be a belt but it's not my belt but it's just to like really bring to the attention that the like our england like the the whole world but like us as brits like obviously if you if you listen to this in america i know we've got american listenership but like Cineworld, I remember growing up, like, they used to have, I think it was on Sundays, it's either Saturdays or Sundays, because it was when I would stay at my nan's, so it was on the weekend, they used to have, like, a kid's day, it was at 10am, and you, I can't remember what film it would be, it would be not always a new one, often like a throwback film, like, kind of cute, um, and it was only literally, like, one pound, you paid a pound to go cinema, like, that was such good times, oh, I always remember getting up, like, really having to struggle to get up that early and being like, oh, my God. But it was so worth it once you were there. It was 10 a.m. We'd meet meet friends there, go, you know. It was cute. But, yeah, babes, the, the way the government are moving with the creative and the creative arts, etc., creative industries, we might see our good old little city world go. That's mad. And I don't even really go there anymore because I did that thing where I, I got, um, and I'm not even getting paid to say this, but I get the Odeon, the unlimited Odeon thing. I paid £20 a month or paid pre-COVID, £20 a month and I go as much as I want. Because I never really used to go cinema. Why? Because it was expensive. The fuck I'm paying £8, £9 and living in London, it's sometimes £10 and up to go watch a film that I could watch on letmewatchthis.com. Not that I do because, you know... Netflix and things but before or maybe that is something that someone could have done you know uh but, but now like you know I like the I'm I'm here for like life experiences and you know going out and doing nice things you know Miles I love me some nice things so like when the Odeon were like you know 20 pound come unlimited you can even go to a nice nice central London one with the relaxing like chairs where they lean back like my name fucking Fat Joe I be leaning back in these white leather seats with with recliners for my feet my neck back and all sorts like it is it's lit but um yeah, I wouldn't even go in there because I was going to ODM. But yeah, Sydney World. Whew. So if you can, if you if you if you care if you care about the cinema and want to save that, like go to the cinema as much as you can. Put pressure on your p on your um local p pms to ah huh? your local MPs. Rah, this wine really. <laughs> anyway, yes, put pressure on your local MPs. Uh, and take to Twitter, take to anywhere and just like speak out and just support the fucking arts because we, we are needed, bitch. It's, it's, a, it's a domino effect and it's affecting loads of motherfuckers, including me. Shit. Anyway, um, Adele allegedly spent um, 16K, 16,000 pounds on a birthday surprise for her alleged bae Skepta. Now, I don't know whether this is like if it's actually her boyfriend or her bae or whatever. 
it was rumoured to be, you know. And obviously we've seen the Bantu knots and those kind of things in Carnival, uh, when it was Carnival. So, I don't know if it is or not. But regardless, I just want to pose you listeners a question. Are you out here spending £16,000 on, on, your, on your friend or bae if you got the money? It was a gold chain. Must be nice, isn't it? Really must be nice. Yeah, there's been a rumoured romance between them for months now. And yeah, a few weeks ago, I think they were seen having fun together on a night out. Um, I think it was celebrating Skepta's birthday. And, you know, according to some reports, they all spent 16k on a nice little gold chain. Jesus, must be nice. Um, Michelle Williams uh, from uh, Destiny's Child. Oof, this, this wine nearly had me saying, aka poor Michelle, but we ain't gonna do that today. We're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that today, Bashandalana. I've got the spirit in me today. The spirit of the Rioja is the nice thing. <laughs> She's um, signed a uh, major new book deal, deal where she will be talking all things, you know, mental health, how to keep on beat. <clears throat> And things of that nature, you know, life in Destiny's Child, post uh, Destiny's Child, the marriage that she had and focusing on wellness and her own personal journey with mental health. That will be a good read. I'll, I'm, I, will, I will get that. You guys going to get it? You going to invest? You going to invest? I will. Hell. Um, I'm trying to think. It. Oh, one last thing for Mars Measures before we get into this whole shebang that is the mask for mass movement so um a care a carer was found dead on a beach after going for a walk uh now this is a young black girl um by the name of blessing um blessing olushagan uh was her name uh she was found dead in i think it's bexix no bex hill on sea in East Sussex, and it was hours uh, just after speaking to her boyfriend on the phone. Now, she was 21 years old from London. And, you know, I've not seen her face on the cover the same way, you know, Madeleine McCann went missing. Um, there's not really been much of a a energy behind this that is deserving, which, again, further highlights how much... Uh, the world, especially in Britain, uh, just doesn't value black women's lives and their presence and their safety and their livelihood. And I think it's disgusting. I think this should be this should be louder. This should be much louder. Again, it's something I had to dig for. Um, but yeah, it's mental. So uh, she last spoke with a close family friend and her boyfriend at 1am on September the 18th and asked them to stay on the phone when she walked w w when she walked towards the beach. Her heartbroken family uh, say that she last sent a message to their family at 1.25am and the police said that her body was then found on the beach at 6.20am with her family adding her phone and slippers were next to her. Officers have said that the death is being treated as unexplained and not suspicious however an an autopsy has come back inconclusive of course of course the fucking police are gonna say it's fucking it's natural it's whatnot it's whatnot like what do we expect 
Like what? Like what? What do we expect? You know. Um, so my thoughts and my prayers go out to to her family. Um, I hope that it gets resolved. I hope that there is more. Um, I hope there's more publicity around this in a respectful way. Um, not just for show, not just a fucking hashtag, but because it's a a, a woman has died. A woman has died and the body's been found. Um, the autopsy clearly states it. they don't know, like, they don't know what's going on. Yeah, there might not have been no bruises, but let's put more, like, let's put some more fucking respect on a black woman's life. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, ugh. Uh, um, I did say it was last but not least, but um, I did want to quickly just round it up with... Two quick things, two quick things, two quick things. Okay, so Nicki Minaj is giving birth to to her first child. Congrats, girl. And then uh, Black China. I don't know if you know about this, but Black China has, is allegedly making over 15 million a month on OnlyFans. 15 million. That's passing Kylie B. Um, many, 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 many different content creators. And I don't even think she's getting her pussy out. So... Black China with her £39.43 pence monthly subscription. I don't know who the fuck is paying that, but clearly many motherfuckers are. Um, yeah, well done to you, babes, for like for getting the bag. Like, another another black woman getting the bag. So, you know, Beyonce did say in, that, in, the, in the remix to Megan Thee Stallion, my style that only fans, how I did, but the content is not there. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, that is all for Miles Measures and the Hot Topics this week. I will, however, now be going into the questions that I received from, or the experiences that I received from you guys regarding Mask for Mask. Let's get it. Question. So last week on... Um, not even last week, yeah, a few days ago on my Instagram, I posted just saying um, mask for mask is a rather or is a very, very feminine quality to have. Now, I came to this conclusion uh, after watching T.S. Madison's late night uh, TV show on YouTube where she said this and she then went on to talk about porn gay porn in particular, saying that she, you know, she would be into the scene when these t two, you know, men are doing what they're doing and then they get into the real nice things and like starting inserting their, their, their penises into each other and as soon as one of them gets to saying, you know, oh, fuck me, bruh, that's when she would clock out and be like, listen, like, listen, it's not by force, all of this this mask mask she was like sometimes just uh you know she said just sometimes one of you motherfuckers got a climax of just uh, uh. <laughs> and i was howling and one of the things that she said is that you know the mask for mask is a real feminine quality to have and i thought you know what when you think about it to a certain extent if we're, if we're speaking about you know society uh and things of that nature uh it technically is um you can be a man 
and be attracted to to quote unquote masculinity. Of course, that's what makes you a homosexual. Um, but in the in the eyes of the, you know the world, um, whether it's right or wrong, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Let that be known. But in the eyes of society, that is a t typically a a feminine. Uh, quality or a feminine thing to have like if you go into the gym T.S. Madison said like you, all these like men that go to the gym looking for other men that look a certain way and like, like that's what the girls do when they go to the gym you know like if you're specifically looking for that that's what she said and like I, I, I saw um I wanted to, I definitely saw the conversation there and wanted to shed light on it and I asked you guys on the get the boat Instagram which I hope you're all following uh, get the boat pod both on Instagram and Twitter to share your experiences and your thoughts on this now a lot of you wanted me to read these out um um anonymously so I'm going to do that so let's start with this one Hey, hope you're good. Here's my one experience with Mask for Mask. Um, we'll call this person... What's the real... Tyler. Let's call this person Tyler. So, Tyler says, I was chatting with some guy on Grinder late night as these things go. He didn't live that far from me, so I agreed to meet up with him near his place. As I was getting ready, basically changing out of my work clothes, I got a random call. It was this guy. He was like, hey, you know, OK, if it's, seeing as it's mask for mask, let me do the real voice. He was like, hey, how's it going? I just usually like to call guys on the phone before meeting up to make sure they're not too femmy, just like. To see what they sound like. I was like, really? What the fuck? I asked him if I passed the test. And he seemed to begrudgingly say, sure, you, you sound fine. And I was like, we can still meet if you want. I ended up meeting him, but we were not on the same page for a lot of reasons. I was like, bye. Hmm. Tyler. Tyler, 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 Tyler. Now, I've, I feel like a few of us must have been in this situation before. You know, when you, like, someone either, like, does video call. Like, even if it's just for validation to see that they ain't no catfish. Because I've met up with the... Ooh, I've met up with some people before from, from the apps. Not necessarily just the grinder, but the apps. And people, their pictures are from, like, years ago. Back when they were under 12 stone, you know. And they've not since surpassed that. And they... They just like their personalities. They well-rounded. You know what I mean? <laughs> they really well-rounded. And it's not fair. So I get that. But like to hear someone's voice. Like raw. Like. To, pa like, to pass a test. That is mad. That is really mad. Um. Tyler, like, I don't know what your voice is like, but, like, hell, like, a man's voice is a man's voice. Like, what, I feel like these, these, this is what I mean. Like, these men are chasing the dream. Like, they're chasing, <laughs> they're chasing the stereotypical, like, man. Like, 
I'm guessing like he wanted to make sure, quote unquote, that you weren't too femied and to hear your voice. You didn't even say it was a video call. So he just wanted to make sure, I'm presuming, he wanted to make sure that you, Tyler, didn't have a high voice. I'm guessing he wanted a, 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 a bassy voice. Like, he he wanted that. Well, it sounded like you passed the test, though, because you ended up going to meet this piece of trade. So I guess the, the voice was okay, but you said that you wasn't on the same page. And you said you was like bi. So, well, I want to know what was up with him. What made you go bi? I'm presuming is the fact that he was so into this, this femi. This femi, he said femi, like not too feminine. Interesting because, like T.S. Madison said, and then like I posted, it is a rather feminine quality to be looking for such masculine qualities. Is it not? There's nothing wrong with that. You were homosexual after all. Yeah. If you're not looking for feminine, like you're saying, feminine, feminine qualities, this isn't what your guy was looking for. He wanted the, the mask masks. What was he like? Was his voice deep? Shit. What do you guys think about being called up? Do you always call up your 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 dates and your, your hookups before you go to meet to do nice things? If so, why? If so, why? I understand the, like, catfishing. But to check on like where their voices, where their voices and stuff like that, like surely that's just something that you would do in person. You really gonna, really gonna dash away? Like I don't know what this experience was gonna be, whether it was just a, a, a hook up or whatever. But like, are you really gonna like potentially say goodbye to like something that you don't even know just because of where their, their where their where their throat sits at, like in their tone, in their pitch? That's mad. That is really mad. That is really mad. Um, wow. Okay. So that's that's one. Tyler, thank you for um, writing into the show. Um, next, uh, we're going to call it Anonymous again. Oh, this is a good one. This is a very good one. So we're going to call this person... Let's call this person Karuchi. I don't know why, but I've said it. Karuchi. So Karuchi says, I think the terms mask and femme are very outdated because of how they are used in the LGBTQ plus community, especially when looking at what you like sexually. Ten years ago, it felt like you had to pick a side and that and that there was no room to be on any kind of movement on the spectrum. Once you picked your side, it would follow you into the bedroom. The top has to be mask and the bottom has to be femme. For an already marginalised community, I think these labels force even more pressure on us. A word. This also bleeds into dating apps. I love to get my I love to get my back doors blown out. Yes, girl. Yes. Uh, say it for the people at the back, Karuchi. <laughs> Sir. Uh, this is from a man, by the way. Um, I love to get my back doors blown out. Ooh, yes. 
it's top two, not two. So I'd class myself as a bottom. But on the apps, most of the guys who swipe me assume I'm a total top because of my pics, even though I have it in my bio to stop this happening. Oof. I agree that everyone can have their preferences, but cut the mask and femme preconceptions and ideologies. Deadass. <sighs> I agree. But I also have conversation. I also feel like there is room to conversation. Like in the LGBTQ plus community, I agree with you. Like these, um, these terms, I feel like they are, they are outdated. Like, and you said that like at the beginning of this email, Karuchi. Like, and I and I and I fucking agree with you because, you know, this opens up the 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 conversation to like what like what is masculine, and what does that look like. I feel like a lot of these men are after this toxic masculinity that has been perpetuated by society for years and for years. The ideology of this big man with a deep voice who is tall, who works out, who isn't camp at all. But how, and, 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 and like to a certain extent, like that is like, oh, I need to think about how I'm wording this. Like that to a certain extent, is what, you know, um, is deemed as, or was deemed as masculine. I feel like, however, now we're in a stage where we are learning that, you know, you you can still be a high voice nigga and, and be masculine as fuck, yeah? Um, you can still be masculine, but know how to bust a wine better than the next girl. I feel like uh, this conversation is really... Helping us to like relearn like what is masculinity, what is femininity, because and 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 what and what effects that have on the on the person. Like like a, a man can be feminine and a, a man can also be masculine, but it's about like redefining those. I feel like I'm rambling now. Jesus, this wine. But like I feel like those terms, masculine and feminine. Feminine, they we over we can overcompensate and we are fixated with the old school meanings of what they are. And you said that it like bleeds into sex and it bleeds into the dating apps. A hundred percent. I feel like these um these terms are like almost lost in personality and men are just in the lgbtq community we're actually just looking for other qualities which are are outshone by these terms masculine and feminine and feminine i'm what i'm basically saying is that i feel like some of these men that want quote-unquote mask for mask or masculine men, maybe they are just looking for a top, you know? And they are deluded by society and by many other different things into thinking that I need, you know, someone with a deep voice because I know many deep voice men that won't put their dick in nothing but a bathtub. 
And they bottoms all they they power bottoms, honey. They deep be Barry Barry White like low low like apple bottom jeans low low that deep. So I feel like you're right, and that we do we should actually start removing these terms and finding more intellectual and and smarter and more accurate words for what we're looking for. Because I ain't even gonna lie, Karuchi, I be saying that I want me a mass nigger too, but. I need that mask guy to have, and I don't even know, maybe I'm saying this wrong, but I need that that masculine guy to have feminine qualities because me as a verse, (laughs) I'm going to need my guy to throw it back as well as put it down. So as much as I'm saying mask for mask, if I was to say that on a night when I want to get digged down, like how, like how... How am I going to ever, ever get fulfilled if I'm only, if I'm just seeking out the, the top? Like there's a difference. I don't know. Let me go back to your email because it came off the screen. Because there were some other good things that you wanted to say. Um, that I wanted to say, that is. One thing um, you said that you often get... Uh, perceived as being a total top because of your pictures Now I am assuming that you are a black man uh, By your name and by the fact that I, I, I know you <laughs> I know this person that is emailed um, You're a black man so presuming Like I, I, I know that this is the case And I know that many people can see you know a guy Dressed in, you know, not stereotypically feminine or camp clothes, black guy, they straight away think, like you said, I'm a total top. And that's not all that's not always the case. Because I would I would say your pictures come across as masculine and you are masculine. However, like you said at the top in at the top of this paragraph, I love to get my back doors blown out with an exclamation mark at the end. Yes, God. Get your fucking life. However, you masculine. Do you know what I mean? So these mask for mask guys that are out here saying, oh, that they out here to meet you. Yes, they still out here meeting a mask guy. However, you you lads get your black your back doors blown out. So I feel like again, circling back to the my point where I feel like people have almost got it twisted. This whole mask. For mask in terms of just sexual positions. But then I feel like it goes even further. It goes even further into the whole personality. Like once you've met someone. If someone is camp or whatever, whatever. Like and and people say that that is feminine. Some people are attracted to that. Some people are attracted to that. And some people are most definitely attracted to the quote unquote masculine personality. Where it's not necessarily camp. Now, one thing that I, I go back to T.S. Madison, who like sparked this conversation, I, she feels, and I think I agree, right now, that looking for that mask man is stereotypically, if because we, we're using stereotypically, we're using stereotypes of mask and femme. If we're gonna say that, and we're abiding by those laws, essentially, you being the mask for mask. That is a, a a feminine quality to have. If we're going off of like old fashioned meanings and stuff, then sis, you 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 then sis, you know what I mean? Then sis, you're looking for a man. 
Like you looking for a, a masky mask because uh, that's a feminine thing. I don't know. I don't know. This is just me agreeing with what um, T.S. Madison had to say. Let's get back into the emails um, so we can hear more people's thoughts. Um, uh, okay, let's call this one. Um, uh, let's call this one Bussy. <laughs> Right, so it says, hey, hey, let's keep this anonymous. I often joke about my experiences of being masked because I am instantly thrown back into a time when I was younger and using Grindr. I remember lowering my voice or sending moody pictures that I perceived to be masculine. Again, like this is me, let's pull over a second. This whole moody pictures, like even me at one point, I would... I was thinking, oh, let me not post this up smiling. And even one guy that I was seeing from it was like, oh, I don't like the smiling pictures. Why don't you like me to smile? Why, why do I? Why do I have to be angry every day? Why every day, especially in the, in the black, in the in the in the brown LGBTQ community in the in that part? Like, why 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 can't we smile? Because my smile bangs, you know. You see my teeth, they're good, they're really nice. Anyway, uh, I still see that now. That contrast of a moody or sultry guy in pictures, but a happy, ch campy chappy in reality. Apparently, that's what makes you masculine? Question mark. For me, being masked is completely performative and alien to my subconscious and is in... And it is the masculine mask that I find funny, but also deeply sad. I am a small guy and I feel that I am typically placed into a category of being less masculine with bias on dating sites stating that they are looking for real men over 510 being black has pushed me into a masculine category um bbc etc etc uh, by the way for those that listen to the show that don't know what bbc stands for no it's not the british broadcast um company or whatever it is communications whatever that stands for it stands for big black cock okay bbc big black cock remember that write it down um <laughs> uh, but then my height contradicts this all i know is that i am simply at another intersection when it comes to my masculinity situated by those who want to put me in a box for their own validation I've rambled, so please edit. Don't worry, um, don't worry, we'll see. I've been rambling this whole goddamn episode. But again, uh, we're, 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 we've got another, you know, another black guy saying that just literally because of his skin, he's straight away put into a box of being masculine. Um, but then is contradicted by his height. See, this is a thing. So now you're more masculine if you're taller. Ooh. I want to get someone on the show to really come and talk the things with me about ma like to help us come to a new understanding of what masculine of what masculinity is and what femininity is because definitely me as a um as as a part of the LGBTQ community I know that I like a stereotypically masculine man but not not too mask like because that's for me that's boring then you were straight man and when you really 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 straight when you really mask for mask like that you don't want to bend over and take this dick you know what i mean like if you really if you really that mask then you ain't taking no dick sucking on no dick and you ain't you ain't gonna give me no dick so we really need to i feel like um what this conversation has shown me is that we really need to find a new 
understanding of um, masculine, masculinity and femininity. If you guys know anyone that would be great to come onto the show to help have this conversation, please let me know for both spectrums, the masculinity and the femininity, because I, I definitely know it's a thing. It's definitely something that I will even look for, but I need, I'm starting to now check myself into the, being smart enough to go, okay, I'm actually not looking for masculinity. I'm just looking for uh, physicality in in some sense. I'm looking for, you know, the abs, the six pack, but I'm not looking for the masculine in his, in his personality where he goes to the pub and goes, because to me, that is also technically masculine, but that, do I find it attracting, attractive? Hell no. Like, nah get away from me if you can have that that quote unquote masculine body which now i've just learned to be a, a type of body that i like like a, a kept a kept body um then like kept as in not rips ripped 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 sometimes that's too much but just kept like i don't like i'm not really all the time into small small skinny skinny maga maga because me i break here and i definitely and I'm, I'm not into the the fat guys like that's fine tell me i'm skinny shaming tell me i'm fat shame i don't give a fuck i like them in the between i like them in the middle i like them how i be okay i like i like to be equally yoked like it say in the bible anyway if if my guy has got that build, I would much rather see him in a bar singing along to a Beyonce lyric rather than fucking, you know, doing Wahala in a pub, doing that chant, that really, come in, I'm all that. No, no, that does not, like, it doesn't attract me. And I can, I can see a guy with, with, with a good body dressed you know, typically straight, like, because I feel like that is what people use this mass term to be the close, the, to a close proximity to being straight. I could see a guy that's got nice face, good body, dressed straight. If he's doing that wahala, then I don't want it. I don't want it. I, it's a turn off straight away from the jump, from the jump. But yeah, um, uh, what else? Um, yes, you said that. All I know is that I am simply another intersection when it comes to my masculinity. Um, that is being your black and that you are also small. So again, it opens up the fact of, uh, not the fact, but it opens up the question of what is masculinity? Is it, is, is it black? Is it? Like, is that masculine? Because another reader had exactly the same experience. But then now I've got to re reach a certain height criteria. Like, that's fucking wild. So now we've got the, fir the, the first um, email that we had in was stated that oh, my voice needed to be a certain place to be masculine. Now you're saying I've got to be a certain height. But because I'm black, I'm kind of on the line. Oh, it's mad. You see, this is why d dating and finding love... In this in this alphabet zoo is is a madness, is a fucking madness. Oh, I've been recording a bit too long, right? So, I'm gonna get one one more in for this topic. So this is the last email I'm gonna read out, and this is from. Let's call this one. Uh, Let's call this one Big <laughs> Let's call this one Big Ben. 
So Big Ben, uh, who chooses to remain anonymous, says, I think people in this community get carried away with stereotypes and categories. Tops must be X, bottoms must be Y, black guys must be A, DLs must be B. Ooh, ooh, I didn't didn't expect that with the the DLs, but okay. Um, All of this contributes to individuals playing a role that does not reflect their more nuanced personalities in order to belong to certain camps and express preferences, and in many cases, becoming caricatures. Very good point. There is nothing wrong, feminine or masculine, about having a preference for a masculine guy as a sexual partner rather than adding another label to yourself to highlight your preference, e.g. mask for mask. Just pick who you like and keep it moving. That's just my two cents, though. I agree with you then and there. And again, we've got we've got more more people chiming into the fact that, you know, these labels are just forced often and that we are more nuanced nuanced beings uh you know not every gay guy is camp and flamboyant and wears runs around in fucking rainbow colors not all of the dls are like super duper um what is the opposite word to not camp like (laughs) they just not camp not all of the fem, not all the bottoms are running out here being camp. Not all of the tops are out here acting. See how I keep on going to say the word mask. Like, ugh. I need, I need, I, this is a teachable moment for me. I need more vocabulary. And I do feel like we as the LGBTQ plus community do need more um, vocab to express these things. But, um, yeah, again, like you said, there is nothing wrong with feminine or masculine um, and about having pres- or having a pref- preference for those kinds of people. Of course there's not. Of course there's not. But when we adopt that label of mask for mask, I feel like it generally comes from a place of discernment for the feminine qualities and it almost perpetuates that hierarchy like oh no i don't like that that's that's weak like the reasons behind that are quite detrimental to not just our community but to to to, to women and to uh, and to feminine guys and at the end of the day we all need to remember that as a as a homosexual man you will have you will have feminine qualities as a straight man everyone has feminine and masculine quality so this is something that i really do feel like we as a as a as a um community as a collective need to come and chime in together on that we all fall on the spectrum like um like uh one of the other emails said that we're on a spectrum not just for sexuality but in our fluidity between femininity and masculinity and it's it's a beautiful thing because i don't know about you but like if you mask, if you quote unquote allegedly mask for mask, but you were top, I know that you want your mask for mask man to throw it back like a, <laughs> like a femme queen. Because ain't nothing sexy about having a mask for mask guy who's as stiff as a, as a mask, technically mask person. You know, you know, you know, you get the point I'm trying to make. Okay. And if you're, if you're a bottom and you, yeah basically 
we need to do better. We need to do better. And I'm definitely want to, I'm going to do some, some, some research and reach out to some people that I know that would probably help me articulate this much better. But it's been great to like hear what you guys views and experiences have been on this and to like start a conversation here on this podcast uh, regarding, you know, where black people in the LGBTQ community feel that they sit in the pressures that they feel straight away just from being black, that they need to be a big black cock. Cause let's start, let's start there. I've seen some, I've seen some small black dicks. Okay. I've seen some very small black dicks, thin ones at that. It's not, that is not the truth. Um, and yeah, We've just seen from so many different uh, people that these labels are incorrect, outdated. Um, and there's, I feel like they're steeped in a lot of self-hate, to be honest. Self-hate and to some extent, uh, homophobia. Like if you mask for mask what is it that you are running like why are you running like why what is it that you have so much um discern for regarding a feminine quality like or if we're just gonna say it something someone that appears gay like if we're if we're hitting the nail on the head a masculine guy is someone that isn't doesn't look gay what's gay look like tell me tell me uh very good conversation. Very, very, very good conversation. Very good conversation to have. But yeah, um, I've definitely learned a lot whilst just by speaking into this mic and like reading some of your stories. And one thing I've definitely, uh, like I said, I want to get some people on the show to experience, to discuss these things further. But one thing I've definitely learned is that um, I'm going to be, I'm going to check myself when I'm using the words masculine and feminine. Uh, because it's definitely more nuanced than that. Like, there's definitely um, things that I love and I find attractive in both of them. And as, as like, a bisexual man, that's, um, again, one of the reasons why I feel like everyone is bisexual, because I feel that we can, every human being can really find both of those qualities sexy and attractive like for men that like strong women's if we're saying that fem masculinity is is technical is is strong we like to see strong women but does that make them less feminine no it doesn't oh all the all these all these this is we're gonna have this conversation on just the meanings of feminine and masculine because i'll ramble i mean i'll ramble so um I'm going to leave it there for now. Um, feel free to send me ideas of guests that can come on and have this discussion with me. That would be super duper dope. Oh, this wine's got me talking too much, talking too much. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that little segment. Thank you for everyone for reading in. Sorry if I didn't get to read at everyone's, but this episode is already far too long. So yeah, it's now time for Get the Belt. So this week, oh shit, this week I am giving the belt to, I was going to give it to Pure Jim and I still kind of 
am. So earlier this week, I was minding my own business, just trying to stay alive whilst the government are fucking me and everyone else is just being trash. Uh, just trying to mind my own business and seize my food, you know, just navigate through society in Black History Month. Just trying to, just trying to, trying not to hit people and allow people's like caucasity to just get the better of me. You know how, you know how it is. And I'm scrolling on the timelines, and then I see Pure Gym is cancelled. I was like, "Ooh, ooh, why are they cancelled for? Let's 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 find out." Um, and basically, one of the Pure Gyms, I think it was actually the one in Luton, uh, posted to their, I think it was their Instagram, uh, just. Staying the following, so the following. Sorry, this was what that red wine is really, really doing bits. So the post said the following in honor of Black History Month. That's where the real gag is. So the post said, entitled 12 Years of Slave." Let's even pull over right there. If you're gonna say the movie, let's say it, let's say it correct because it was definitely Twelve Years a Slave, not of Slave. So already you're moving mad. Entitled 12 Years of Slaved after the epic movie. <laughs> this is our workout of the month designed by Matt Simp T. That's his um, Matt Sim at PT, sorry. Uh, Matthew Simpson uh, PT there. To celebrate Black History Month. Slavery was hard and so is this. The twist to this is one rep of your exercise, two of the second. But before you move on to the third exercise, which is also three reps, you must start at the beginning to move on. Wink face. And that is how the entire workout goes. Right. Slavery was hard and so is this. So, Matt, so, so Matt. Matt, Matt, Matt is a black guy as well, yeah, so Matt, so tell me at the end of this workout, other than abs, am I gonna get a few hundred years of oppression, yeah, hmm, uh, in, somewhere, when I'm burning these calories, are we gonna have whole villages burned down, and all the women and, 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 and children and men raped and killed and murdered, is that, where, where does that take place in this, um, in this workout? But also, by the time I've got these biceps, um, is racial injustice and systemic racism going to be like a thing that I'm going to have to experience for like years and years and years and years? Is it? I don't know, because you're referring it to slavery. Uh, yeah. Also, slavery, um, like I didn't decide for that ha to happen and I'm kind of paying a membership <laughs> For this gym. Um, so like that's something I'm deciding to do. So this workout that I'm doing by choice. How like slavery wasn't something I got paid for. Or that that, that was paid for. Um, I don't know. I just don't really see. I just don't really see the correlation. Like I don't, I don't get it. Like I really don't get it. Um, but are you okay? Did you. Do you eat. Do you eat seasoned food? Do you know Maggie? Do you know Maggie? Are your knees ashy? Do you do you wash your legs? Hey? Do you wash your legs? Do you need therapy? I feel like Matt, you need therapy. The fact that you thought that this was okay to tweet is mad. 
It really is mad, especially you as a black man. I know we all fall short of the glory. And what we're not here for on Get the Belt is cancel culture. That's not one thing I do. But I do believe that everyone deserves to get cussed the fuck out so they can learn what they did is wrong. And this is a teachable moment for you, Matt PT. Um, Pure Jim have since apologised for this error. Uh, they responded by saying, we apologise unreservedly for this post, which has been removed. This was posted by the local gym, not approved or endorsed by the company and is being investigated. Thank you for raising this with us. Wow. Wow. Um, for negligence, for your stupidity uh i can't even call this naivety because at this point with everything that's going on in the world i don't feel especially as a black person i just feel like if you're breathing and have access to like everyday life especially a smartphone which you obviously did because you made this tweet and facebook post i can't even say that this is naivety this is just this is just stupidness this is this is real wild dumb shit like this is all this is uh it's steeped in racism it's very much a casual racist thing um it's hurtful um it's just it's just it's just dumb it's just fucking dumb how the hell are you gonna compare some squats and some sit-ups to years and years and years of forceful killings enslavement colonization like like mate for real are you okay this is why you lot need to stop eating these boiled chicken without no seasoning on it to keep your calories in deficit because you end up talking some nonsense you end up really talking some nonsense which is why you run around in nike track suits everything nike head to toe while you're doing this pt session just do it just do it when you're when your brain can't even do it and your dick your dick can't do it either and like you just you're not doing it all you're doing is moving mad so the personal trainer and whoever fucking allowed him to fucking uh, tweet this or post this, you get the fucking belt. You get the belt. Don't get cancelled, but definitely go and sit in a corner, eat some seasoned food, watch a few documentaries, read a few books. Because it's not just the whites that need to get savvied and clued up. It's the blacks too. A lot of the blacks be moving just as mad, okay? Let that be known. So many of you guys can get it. But yeah. This week's belt goes to that stupid Matthew Simpson for fucking comparing a workout to slavery. Are you joking me? Are you joking me? Oh, my God. Yeah, I hope your clients do leave you at least for a month so that you can spend a month instead of formulating these stupid workouts and naming them after wild shit just spend a month spend this month black history month watch like learning why it was inappropriate harmful and just plain out wrong to go and make a, a statement like that yeah amazing well i hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode of get the belt i have been your podcast host miles please remember if you liked what you heard subscribe like share when you're listening if you're listening on like spotify you can send um the link straight to your story let us know that you're listening if you've got any questions please send in um yeah just uh, just do some nice things 
Um, I had a few people see on my Instagram story uh, that I had on my my nice things hoodie because you know I love nice things. Um, they are available to purchase on the website. Um, I put I will sort out a post on the Instagram story so you can see. I'm oh, not on the Instagram story, just on the normal Instagram page so you can see the image if you missed it on my instagram story and get you some get the belt merch support a black business babes <laughs> um yeah that's it for me like everyone remember the word the word of the week and yeah just enjoy the rest enjoy the rest of this sh- shit show week see what happens see what happens are we going into lockdown who knows who knows um, but yeah, thank you so, so much for listening. Thank you for all the letters. Thank you for the constant support. Every time this gets shared, it just helps so much. Um, and yeah, it just means a load to me. Right, that's all from me. I have been Miles, and you have been listening to Get the Belt. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.